Hi, welcome back. It's been a bit. It's been like six months. Wow, that's half a year now saying it out loud. Sorry for your absence. Um, there's been a lot going on. And speaking of absence, Aaron isn't here. In fact, here's a little recording. Hi, this is Aaron. I'm actually just stopping in to say hello. Uh, it's been kind of crazy trying to record during quarantine with some computer issues, some construction being loud, lots of stuff happening. Hopefully you guys are staying safe, all cozied up and quarantined with your hunt eye. Good luck on your erotic endeavors. Uh, so yeah, but we're back, uh, and you know I, I hate too much pre-show talk, so let's kind of... Actually, one more interruption. Future Milk here. Just want to warn you guys that towards the end of this episode, the audio quality gets really bad because, like, my roommate started moving out and my neighbors started fighting. Kind of a weird series of uh, incidents. Actually, wrap up the show pretty quick towards the end because people were coming into my house. Um, and yeah, I'm recording in my house instead of the nice setup I have over at Aaron's because of everything going on. The quality should be getting better going forward, but because of everything, sometimes there's just going to be bad episodes. Um, anyways, because I wrapped up the ending so quick, maybe like even future milk will pop into the end of the episode to do some announcement stuff. Get into it. If you're new listening, seeing that this show is alive again, um, hi, I'm Milk. And I'm Aurora, a guest? Yeah, Aurora, friend of the show. Uh, she has come back to, to guest host with me. And uh, this show is Nymphomercial, the podcast that reviews hentai both enthusiastically and regrettably. Uh, usually the regret is from me. Uh, I'm not a very sexual person. and uh, But today, the enthusiasm comes from uh, Aurora. Uh, yeah. I'm super, super enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So enthusiastic uh, that um, what to say? I, I think today might just be kind of a, a mellow episode. You know, getting back into the, the waters of things. I took an energy drink for this. I took one. That's how you drink things. Yeah. I drank an energy drink for this just because right I've been so tired. So I'm probably going to get heart palpitations. All, all this just for the show. Also, if the audio quality is a little bit off compared to some of the like better like quality we were starting to have, COVID, that's my excuse. Sorry, y'all. But um, no, things will get back to, to better standards soon. But uh Still the, the great hentai quality you love. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Rora, let's let's kick things off. What do you got for us? Okay, I am really into Halloween stuff and things of that sort. I'm somebody who celebrates Halloween 24-7, 365. So I requested that we do some kind of spooky hentai. So you picked some things out for me that you haven't read. So I read a bunch of stuff. <laughs> I did like some uh, some darts, like kind of picking some stuff out. I was like, "Oh, that that has the general theme." Uh, but yeah, for for the most part, I've maybe only seen the cover or cover or like first page of these things. Yeah, so we're doing some spooky hentai today, which I'm actually. Um, this is something that I've never really looked up before, which is like a no brainer. Why haven't I done this? But um, yeah, I'm actually really surprised with the quality and the storytelling of these is kind of more prevalent really than like the sexual stuff of it. But trust me, there's still plenty of wieners and vaginas and cum shots. And there's always 
titty titty fucking happening. That's always a thing. Uh, that's usually a staple. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I mean, that's like such a cool thing about hentai compared to like more uh, common. Not common, but but more normalized pornography is just that like they very range in quality, but also like format of like story versus like sexual content. Like you can find things that has no story, but or you can find something that's like almost all story with just a little bit of like intercourse. So it's technically hentai. I think yeah. that's the difference. It's it's kind of hard to to find what what qualifies as hentai or not since the whole language and words for it is kind of a gray area anyways yeah um but i've been really happy with the things that i've seen and read and this is probably a a genre of hentai i guess that i'll probably look up again um and see what is new out there i picked two things to do today because um we're just doing kind of the manga form of these um so no videos today so they're a little bit shorter um that was kind of an issue with this particular genre of like the spooky stuff is that i yeah. didn't find anything that was very long now i did see one that was long it was about the same length these are like what about 20 to yeah about 20 20 to 30 pages uh-huh. But I did see one that was serialized, like, I think I counted up at least four issues. It was like um, a bunny girl ghost. I did uh, that one. Not, was- yeah, not an actual bunny girl, I don't think. Like a, a playboy bunny almost. Yes, that one was uh, turned out to be very dark. Yeah, okay, but, but you chose not to go with that I one? I chose not to go with that one because it was more like, it was it was a lot of what you were saying where it was like just a little bit of the sex and more of like the story and the cutesy, like romantic. And I was just looking and then like the only thing that was really like kind of Halloween themed about it was that she was a ghost. Hmm. Well, maybe I'll cover that sometime, but yeah, uh, it's, it's good to have at least sex in the, the sexual related podcast, especially on its, its grand return. Yeah. I figured that would probably be for the best. Just uh, getting into it, this first one that I chose, I love for the story itself. And there's a lot of sex in this happening. And it is called On the Way Home. It is a very classic. I might tell this story around a campfire someday. Um, <laughs> like, like keeping it very like sexual or just like the bare bones of what the story is. You know, you could probably, depending on the group that you're with, you could probably still keep in some of the wild sex. But yeah. Yeah. If you were in a less open group, you could definitely just be like, Oh, this dude just had sex with this chick. And then how, how fitting though, like on the way home, that like that's that's so perfect for this episode (laughs) (laughs) on the way home yeah no it's like we're coming back home to to the nympho verse oh it is fitting i didn't even think about that yeah i didn't read the name when i sent it to you yeah i just i really liked the the art style which is maybe something we should talk about before just in briefly before we get into the like page by page Mm -hmm. so Pretty traditional manga style yeah. of like black and white using half tones to make it grayscale, but it's it's very well done. Mm-hmm. And I uh, just right off the bat, the 
the paneling's very dramatic. It's oh, yeah, um, I love love it. Yeah, it's it's using very big panels, uh, not too like wild in shape, uh, at least at the first page. But it, it's got good like angles and zooming in, like it's mm-hmm. showing a guy on his phone and then zooming in on the phone to like for storytelling of like saying it's so late. Yeah, no, it's very it's very like film noir, but in manga hentai <laughs> yeah we like don't see the guy's eyes but like they like his face at the top of the page isn't shown at all like you see his nose but it's so far like gone that that like loss of uh loss of detail happens you know <laughs> as you draw something further away and then at the bottom of the page where it's up really close to him they like cropped it so it's just his mouth to like show his expression yeah i actually don't think you ever see his full face Oh, which is like kind of cool for a horror storytelling, but also like that, like self-insert a non kind of trope. too. Yeah, and I love it sets it sets like the tone of like, this is where I think the story's going to go. And then it gives you a nice little like twist. Yeah, um, we also see like, I'm assuming our protagonist ghost right here on the front page uh-huh. and her boobs are just so shelfy shelfy yeah so perked up (laughs) shelfy and just (laughs) quite large yeah i could put like five or six books right on yeah she's also got like the the really like long down straight bangs like going past her eyebrows she's got those like good lips Mm -hmm. the big anima anime eyes pretty traditional she reminds me of uh like a really big boobed uh sailor moon character (laughs) <laughs> Maybe like Uranus. <laughs> Sailor Uranus. <laughs> Sailor Uranus. <laughs> it's like, no, it's Uranus. Come on. But yeah, so yeah, it's very spooky looking to start out. That's one thing that kind of drew me to it in the first place. So I was like, oh, this looks really interesting because it does set the tone of like, it seems very like predator and prey. Yeah, with her being the predator. Yeah, even in the title of like, on the way home like something happened while i was on my way it's a really good first page to show like you said the horror element but like i mean not to like just sexualize bodies in general but just the way they have her like posed and how busty she is Mm -hmm. you you can tell they're hinting towards that although i guess at this point you could still think it's just like kind of fan service Mm -hmm. and not a hentai quite yet Mm -hmm. yeah so that's the first page um so let me tell you a little about the story and what is happening here so obviously this is called on the way home it's about a guy who is works in some kind of office they don't really go into any kind of depth on that but he's like a business dude who like takes phone calls all day um and he's walking home from work when he notices like a beautiful woman yeah, as, as he says, a girl at this time of night, <laughs> women don't exist after midnight. No. Most people don't. I mean, not know. even midnight, like like 9 p.m. We just like evaporate into, oh. the, into the ether. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet you didn't know that. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't know the exact t- time frame. And 
as his phone shows, it's currently eleven seventeen. Yeah, that's too late. When too late for leaving. Well, such an odd number to pick when you're setting the time for a horror. I mean, well, maybe it's out. well. Actually, I guess the witching hour is like two a.m. So never mind. Well, two, three a.m. You know, it, it differs from culture to culture. But I wonder if twenty three seventeen has any significance. Ooh. Maybe. Maybe it's a Japanese thing, or maybe that's just trying to be realistic of like not an exact time or something, yeah. but just late. Because, you know, if you do it like 2 a.m., maybe that kind of doesn't give the, the same feel of him working overtime and heading yeah. home right now. Plus, who, unless you're a bartender, who really works until 2 a.m.? Yeah, it's, it's a, a realistic setup of being out late at night. Um, but it still is like, oh, a girl out late. Mm-hmm. She has made it past the ethering hour of women. She has become a true form after nine. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he sees this beautiful woman and he turns around the corner, but there's no one there. So he's like, huh, that's weird. I swear I saw her come this way. And then he's like, oh, but she was super cute. Whatever. I'll just like put it out of my mind. And then all of a sudden she's right behind him. I, I want to touch on something really quick, though, is in one of these panels where he's looking around. I almost feel like this is actually photo manipulation and not an illustration. Mm-hmm. Uh, just looking at a few things. But the reason I'm really homing in on it is it's like this below fisheye view. Yeah. So like the lines of the perspective are actually warped. So it's like using some like trickery that you I, I don't think I've ever seen in in hentai kind of like when that in in anime when the protagonist is like brain is about to break and they like really fish eye it yeah they're kind of doing that yeah yeah but uh yeah so she's right behind him yeah so she like pops up right behind him she's just like hey like i saw you looking for me and she's like are you a stalker kind of like taunting him so of course he's like no of course not and she's like, ha, ah, you know, the kind of giggly, like, just kidding. And then this panel gives a really nice coochie shot. You know, that classic, like, under the skirt, like, panty shot. Yeah. Everybody loves. Yeah. So, so far, you've gotten a good, like, down view of her showing cleavage mm-hmm. and now up view. The package is great. Yeah. Good lip zoom in. Uh, so, yeah. So, she's like, hey, you must have had, like, a hard day of work. How about... I help you relax, which I feel like is a pretty standard storyline. And then, of course, she forces his hand onto her gigantic breast. Which seems like she's not wearing a bra either, which makes the, like, shelf boob just even more supernatural. Oh, yeah, that's a good that's a good way to put it, since, like, you know, later we're going to find out she's a ghost, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, being a ghost has some powers, granted, and one of those is just, like... Your boobs never die. Perfectly perky boobs, yeah. Yeah, you get perfect boobs forever when you're a ghost. That's something to look forward to, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, so she forces his hand on her boob, and she's like, hey, my house isn't that far away. Um, how about we go there? So then it cuts to her house... And um, it looks pretty, it looks pretty standard, but, you know, maybe a little bit ominous. And then it's all dark with one light with on one light on in the top window. That's the the light Dido was singing. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> you know, a reference to Dido, a band singer nobody knows in 2020. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she is obviously going to look at his penis because that's what you do when you take a stranger to your house, I, I guess. And then, of course, she takes his wiener out and it's massive. Just massive wiener. This huge wiener. Um, like they all are, it seems. Someday I'll find a hentai where it's a teeny weenie, but... Oh, the, it, it's definitely out there. I can I can hook you up with that that little tiny dick. <laughs> um, but yeah, so his his wiener is huge. And I just want to say, I don't, I don't read a lot of hentai. I do a lot of watching, but I don't do a lot of reading. And I will say that I love the censorship on like the panels in comparison to like the videos. Cause they just put these like ridiculous bars where it doesn't even censor it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a, a lot of different types of censoring in manga to whereas anime like tends to just like either mosaic Mm -hmm. or like does the white blur. Yeah. Um, But manga tends to do that, that black bar thing where it hardly covers stuff. And it's really just like a legal bypass Mm -hmm. what's interesting is uh, also if you're listening follow us on instagram at nymphomercial and we have a group chat where we just hang out and talk about hentai or whatever else comes up but i bring it up because we were talking about censorship bars and you know someone was saying oh I i wish i could find this uncensored or i hate the censorship and then someone else who will actually be a guest on the show soon mentioned how he likes them like like it adds to it mm-hmm. uh he, well he didn't say censor bars he just said censorship in general for mangas or or for hentai so he could be referring to animated stuff too so i'm curious to go into more depth of like why that might be more of a turn on for someone but but you're saying you love it yeah i do love this because at first i thought it was pretty hilarious um cuz i was like what is the point of this but then i was also like you know it kind of adds a little something because like I'll be totally honest just like looking straight on at a dick is not super great and just like I'm not a fan straight on at a vagina is also not super great like you know it's like okay like we're getting in the mood we're doing this sexual thing but it's like if you just have to look at it it's like okay like I'm just looking at it but like the sensor bars kind of adds like an extra like little like oh it's naughty like little mystery yeah. some flavor yeah a little some, uh, some, some black bar spice mm-hmm. exactly so it's like it's much better than just like looking at a huge slobbery veiny wiener it's just like ooh, like i'm not supposed to know it's a huge slobbery veiny wiener but i do. <laughs> who knows what this could be <laughs> i have no idea. maybe it's a popsicle <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah so i do I do like the censorship on this. It's, um, adds, I don't know. I think it adds, um, plus like with how like dramatic the panels are, it doesn't look out of place also. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just because everything tends to go back to a darker tone. Like, like there's a lot of big, like solid black boxes in places because of like very harsh shadowing, not in every panel, but like it always gets back to there. It seems. Yeah. Um, so anyway, back to the, to the wiener, the wiener is out and she's like, Oh, you're super hard. And I haven't even done with done anything yet. I wonder what I could do with this huge dick. Um, 
So she starts giving him a blowjob. And it's a pretty standard looking blowjob. I love the face she's making, though. Um, it looks like a goat it's face, a- right? Like straight up. Yeah, so so there's this thing on 4chan slash D, I mean, it's other parts of the internet too, called Dorse, where it's like, not centaurs, but like different kind of like horse girls. And, and they're just in horse appearance of some ways, and, and their bodies are, are just real horse stuff and, and jacked up. But the face, like, you know, it's just really showing those cheekbones. But like, you know, the first panel of it, it's like she's facing you uh, from like top down and you see it but then like she's going in getting the dick really in her mouth and you can still see her cheekbones so it's mm-hmm. I've, i haven't seen that much definition of like a sucking face at that second angle really really unique but they they really get into it like they do all the like rush lines and they do the um like you know how in anime how someone's really fast they kind of have like an after ghost yeah not necessarily when they do it to a superpower where there's like duplicates but just like a an after image just to show ridiculous speed they are they kind yeah they're kind of doing that with their head so she is just like full suck mach five yeah and then pop it just shows it like coming out of her mouth in a really just good spit to lip. Yeah. Like snake trail. Yeah. Situation. Whole like wiener and balls. Yeah. She's got balls in them. Like she is not forgetting any part of this occasion. Nope. She is making it a full ceremony. She's in it to win it. She's after. Yeah. But yeah, so she's. She's doing that. And then, of course, this is where we come to the titty fucking, which we all love and we all see every single time. It's so common in, in manga hentai. It's so common. But, like, it's so, I don't know what it is. I never get bored of it. It's like, yeah, like, I mean, maybe because I don't have large boobs, it's like not something that I can really like do myself. It's like, yeah, like if I had huge ass titties, I'd be putting all kinds of. You just need to get there. those. Like fake over the shoulder ones, just so you can experience the titty fuck. Those, that's like yeah, those cosplay boobs. And then I'll just wear them, just (laughs) cause. I mean, that works too. (laughs) Whatever makes you confident. (laughs) Um, but yeah. So then she's moving on to the titty fuck, and she's like, "Yeah, I can use these two And she's like, using her huge boobs. What I like about this is typically when you see a girl's boobs for the first time in a hentai, uh, it's usually like full body. Sometimes it's zoomed in, but for this, it's like the first time you see them, they're like, again, moving just super fast and it's from like a low angle and they're, they're not very round shaped. They're, they're very oval. So very natural. And then the next one, yeah, it's the, the titty fuck, but they're like very squished together. Mm -hmm. So like you're seeing more natural and like fluid breast dynamics. And then you kind of see the more traditional shot and yeah, they're, they're huge. Their, their boob physics are like on point. Yeah, really good, like, motion and also very, like, good shape and the change of shape and, like, how the fat squishes between fingers. Mm -hmm. And I also just want to bring this up because this was the first thing I thought of when I saw um, the nipples and boobs together at the the first time. Um, And they go hand in hand. Um, Nipples and boobs. Nipples and boobs. So great. Um, You know those, like, I think it's, like, Japanese cheesecake 
where it's like really like bouncy and fluffy and then like yeah the like the flan cheesecake kind of stuff yeah, that's what these boobs remind me of oh so yeah not only am i'm like mm, boobs but also i'm like mm, fluffy cheesecake yeah oh i could use some cheesecake <laughs> after this <laughs> well i hope it's as good as boobs or at least these boobs maybe maybe i'll do a comparison <laughs> maybe you should have a cheesecake in the shape of boob can i uber eats titties <laughs> I think you should be able to. (laughs) I'll try. I'll put in the search criteria. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. So then after those panels, we go to like the traditional big, like the dick is in between the boobs. The boobs are crushed around this wiener with her hands and the, the like boob fat is just like spilling over her palms and she's confident no girl has been able to do this to him before. Yeah. And it's because she has the magical ghost boobs. They're perfect. They're the perfect ghost boobs. But yeah, she's always been able to get a dude off with her boobs because they're so great. So she's like taunting him some more like, oh, you really like my boobs. They're pretty good, aren't they? Um, this next panel is kind of one of my favorites because it looks so weird to me. So she's like got her boobs around his wiener and then she's also doing the the blowjob thing. But the way she's holding the boobs makes them look super kind of gross. Like, I don't know how to, it kind of, I mean, if anyone out there plays Animal Crossing, it kind of looks like the squids in Animal Crossing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> you know, they're cute little faces. They're like, I'm so adorable. But those are her nipples. What? Yeah, I don't know. That's just what it makes me think of. I, I, sure. I mean, she's, she's doing a lot of different holding from the sides, from the tops, from, or like a reach around directly from the front, like back at her. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty wild. They're going all over the place. A lot of people don't realize like a good titty fucking involves a lot of different like hand gesturing, like you, you, you're basically what, what's it called? Tutting, you know, Mm -hmm. where you're doing those like hand choreographies just all sorts of different ways it's it's not just an up and down motion and she is very good at demonstrating oh yeah she is very good at what she does she's had some practice that's for sure yeah so she is doing that and it's going great you guys it's going just the way that she wants it to and of course he comes yeah gotta come yep and it's like squirting her in the face and then i just want to point out um on this on this panel on this next page where she's like getting squirted in the face with his cum this side picture of his penis going in between her boobs when i originally read this i had no idea what that was because it kind of looks like testicles (laughs) the way that there's like spit or semen on them it kind of makes them look like veiny balls but then i was like what is this it took me like a good like 10 minutes to like decipher i was like oh those are boobs (laughs) it was very bizarre (laughs) you know sometimes there's a lot going on with bodies yeah i was just like what is happening here when he's coming, the way that she's she's like holding the boobs from the front. Yeah, like I was saying, like right back at herself. Yeah, they are so mushy and just like it's wild. They have such a like high viscosity the way they just like warp around her fingers. Yeah, 
it's the the magic of being a ghost. Yeah, ghost boobs. They're where it's at. Got a little onomatopoeia. Spurt, spurt. Spurt, spurt. <laughs> um, so she makes him come with her ghost boobs. And she's like, oh, you came a lot. I bet it's been a long time. Your semen's like so thick. Look at it just like dripping and dangling off my huge ghost boobs. Yeah, and it's like the the like snake trail is like between her boobs as she's like parting them. It's like from boob to boob. And then penis? Like, yeah. It's it's just a very gooey traily mess. Yeah. It's 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 everywhere. It's a disaster. Um and while like you may want to focus on that because it's unique, it sounds hot. I think most people will be more drawn to what's going on the left side of this yes. page. So then she scoops the semen up like some frosting on a cake. And she puts it in her mouth and does the whole like sexy finger in the mouth girl thing, pulls it out, and then licks her lips. Yeah, and it's like very dramatic panel yeah. to panel the finger in and the like lips are very plumped and they're they're shaded very good stuff also i want to point out in the bigger panel if you look at her crotch she's oh yeah wet a little bit down there she's got a little bit of a mm-hmm. stain happening that's called foreshadowing mm-hmm. for moistening <laughs> for moistening uh, so yeah so she has giving him a blowjob and titty fucked the shit out of him. So she's like, yo, I can't wait any longer, mister. That's another thing I like about that. She calls him mister the entire time. You don't actually find out his name until much later. Oh, so we do get a name. We do though. get a name, but it's not till like the end. Okay. And I had no some face shot. So it's, it's a little less anonymous mm-hmm. than uh, I was originally thinking. But I mean, it's a narrative, you know, you've got to have some, some definition to your narrative characters this isn't legend of zelda you're not playing as a a silent Mm self-insert um so yeah so she's like i can't wait any longer come on mister and she like spreads her legs and then it has this awesome like drippy cummy like like crotch shot where she's pulling her underwear to the side and like the the cum is dripping out of her mouth it's dripping all over her boobs She's like sweaty all over and she's like, oh, I'm so wet. Put your dick in me, please, please, which I feel like is kind of a big thing. Um, and then this is where it kind of goes to the story more than does the sex stuff where she's like, see you next time. Yeah, it it's completely gone past intercourse. Like we don't even see it, uh, mm-hmm. you know, which, which is interesting because sometimes like hentai seems to try to have a hard time with escalating from a blowjob all the way to intercourse and then showing intercourse again while still keeping it interesting Mm -hmm. for the sake of like more story. So what this is doing is they just don't even show the intercourse. They, you know, there's like two panels kind of showing a little bit, but it's like, like, we'll get to it. Know that it happened, but we'll, we'll save this. Yeah. We'll do this for another time. But yeah, so she literally says, see you next time. And then it's like an inner narrative in his head where he's like, I fucked her and I only just met her. So he's having a little bit of like a, some inner moral debate with himself, but he's like, but the sex was great. And now I'm visiting her every day. And her grin though, just, yeah, it's very ominous of her just like smiling with the no eyes and 
She's just kind of waving him off. So then wait, I'm assuming we go to like whatever day where he's in his office and he's working on his computer. And then we find out his name is Akashi. And we only find that out because he's getting called into the office by his boss because he's doing a bad job at work. <sighs> yeah. And of course, like the next hot anime chick's like, the boss is mad at you again. And she's like, oh. Also, for, for regulars of the show, just to put your, your worries aside, yes, it does show some office chairs, not in high detail, though. So not sure how excited Erin would get. I, I know she prefers gamer chairs over office chairs. Um, <laughs> if you're new to the show and wondering what the fuck I'm talking about, <laughs> just listen to the history. We have gotten too specific about chairs, not even when they're having like sex in chairs, just the fact that they exist in there. Uh, mostly because Erin's a huge ass gamer nerd. Um but yeah, yeah. So, so very low office chair content for this page so far. Mm-hmm. So, if you're wanting to to jack off to a nice office chair, it ain't happening here. It's not here. Yeah, I think there's probably like two panels with chairs in them. Yeah, not a lot of chair splooge content. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so he's in trouble with the boss because he's doing bad at work. And he's been making a lot of mistakes. And then his hot, sexy fellow workmate says, uh, are you all right? You look pale. And he's like, no, I feel totally normal. But like that kind of adds the extra like, huh, I wonder what's going on. He's making mistakes. He's not doing well at work. He's starting to look sick. Well, I mean, he's just tired from boning down every day. I get every night. Caesar every night, man. Oh, right, right. At least past 9 p.m. At least past 9 p.m. 11.17. Yeah. <laughs> On the 17th dot every night. So then um, when we go to the next page, this is kind of where we start getting really into the sex stuff. And there are some... I am somebody who loves gross stuff. I like all the nasty, weird things, like the the funny image of like the giant dick going so far into a woman's vagina, it goes into her womb and makes her look pregnant. Like, or like, you know, that he like comes and it like spurts out of her mouth, like a fountain. I'm into that stuff. But there are some panels on here that are so disturbing that it's just like, like I think about it. I'm just like, that is so yucky. And it's mostly of his face. Oh, so not even like the the body and sexual act. No. It's just his, his face. face. And you'll see what I'm talking about. I'm just letting you know in advance. There's this one panel that like grosses me out so bad that I'm just like, oh, I wish they would have left that out. But I think it is important. And also, I just want to point out they did this guy. No justice. He is not attractive. He has no butt. Like all he's got going is the huge dick. I mean, that's good. You want to normalize realistic bodies and realistic, just terrible faces for this kind of stuff. Um, So, yeah, so we're moving on. He gets in trouble at work and then we go back to him meeting the girl and they're in some, you know, compromising positions with her feet up in the air and him having sex with her and they're yelling out, moaning together. And then he's doing like the froggy position you know, where he's got his legs up, his hands down, and he's like doing a little hoppity hop, you know, just having sex with her and her and her vagina with her giant ghost boobs. Um, 
And then on this next page, um, Milk on 11 is the butt page that I was telling you about where he has the mm-hmm. butt. He literally looks like a frog. He looks like he has a frog body. Yeah. It looks like his his tail like shrunk into him at one point, which I guess is true. <laughs> I, I, you think that we used to have tails. Um, but this particularly looks like a frog butt. It's really weird. Yeah, I, I'm very just like enthralled with the like Japanese onomatopoeias here that weren't translated mm-hmm. and just like how very symmetrical and geometric they are running down his back. But yeah, it's it's very like frog-esque um, on a bird's eye view rather than a frog's eye view. Yeah. Which for if you don't know just means a view from below. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot going on here. She's got kind of like the flushed face going on. There's like the semen dripping out of her vagina. There's a nice little dribble. Yeah, <laughs> dribble translate on the mop. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cute, actually. I might still still some spurts. Uh, it's funny they they never deviate from spurt, spurt when it comes to English. It's only that. Uh, I have yet to see any different English on However, I can tell in like katakana, I believe that's katakana. Uh, there is all sorts of like different come and other onomatopoeias. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the English language has them. Why wouldn't Why wouldn't the Japanese language have them? Yeah, it's just uh, our so- our translator. Um, or, or maybe it's a matter of localization more so than translation. Cause maybe, cause the only ones being translated are the onomatopoeias inside of like speech action bubbles, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty typical. Like usually the ones not in bubbles don't get translated, yeah. but maybe the original writer only stuck with the same one for those bubbles. Yeah. That would make sense. Maybe it's a favorite. Yeah. Just really likes the word spurt. Which I don't use that often, um, but maybe now I'll try to, you know, spice up my vocabulary with the word spurt more often just because of this. Yeah. Um, Get a little spurty. Yeah. So after our froggy, 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 froggy butt picture and our dribbles, um, this is where it starts to get a little uneasy. Where she's like, oh, you've come so many times, but you can keep going, right? And she says, I want to fuck, I want you to fuck me even harder. But the way the picture is, is her eyes are like covered and she's got like this like open mouth and she's sweaty and he's like over her and he's got these really big, like scared eyes. Yeah. So because he's like- wondering how he can even do it harder. Yeah. He He's in full frog mode. Her feet are up by her head. Like, how can it possibly? Yeah. So, the next page. This is where the yucky thing is. So, he starts (laughs) fucking her even harder. And the comma is just, like, squirting. She is, like, fully swollen, like, ready to go. Cum is, like, squirting out in every direction. And there he has like this almost Olympic like arc yeah. arch to his like back, his form. Just, oh, yeah. So hard. He's, <laughs> he's feeling it. That's for sure. And then there's that panel that I hate, like right in front of his chest. Is it this mouth? Yes. Oh, it grosses me out so bad. I don't know what it is, but it's like he's like breathing through his teeth. And he's like making like a round, like blow up doll mouth with his 
with his lips, but his teeth are together. And it's just like, maybe, I don't even know what it is. It looks like maybe horse teeth pushed together. I don't know what it is, but it totally grosses me out. Well, they gave her the horse face earlier, so now he has to get a little horsey. You I know? guess. Ugh. But just that one clip there totally yucks me. I don't know what it is. But he's going hard. He is going so hard that he's pushing the back of her knees so hard into her boobs that they're pushed off to the side. And there's like smoke coming out of her mouth, like the steam building. Yeah. Which knowing that she's a ghost is very questionable. Yeah. So maybe it's like ectoplasm or something. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows what that is. Her but, spirit is like ascending or something. Yeah. Um, now, a little continuity break. Um, in the next panel where her knees are digging into her breast, her, her nipples and breasts instead of going to the sides are more like directly under. And so her nipples are like warping around her knees, mm-hmm. which is definitely interesting. Uh, it implies that, I guess, you know, just to, to really break down the physics here, I guess he must have let up for a moment so they can like reconstitute and then pushed them back down. So they're being crushed at a different angle. Yeah. I mean, that would make sense. Yeah, it, it happens. There's a, I'm sure there's a lot of movement going on here. Yeah, and then there's like a squeeze thing here going, and I'm assuming that's his wiener going into her vagina, just like squeezing right in there. <laughs> yeah, at this point, it's gone in without trouble, but because of the angle and stretching, mm-hmm. it has now become a squeezed operation. Yep, and she's digging it. It's going good. But yeah, and she's she's drooling all over. She's got the rolled back eyes. Um, he's like coming like crazy. It's like again, we see the cum like squirting every which way out of her vagina. We have that nice panel where it like shows his dick in her vagina, like spurting into like her womb, maybe? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely her womb. Yeah, I was like do ghosts have wombs it kind of looks smoky a little bit in there too so maybe oh well it's it's already full of like you know cervical ectoplasm yeah so he's just filling it up some more maybe that's maybe it's not actually his cum squirting out of her it's her ectoplasm just yeah you know (laughs) there can only be so much mass in there so as his cum goes in her ectoplasm comes out. Something's got to give. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's coming and it's going great. He's having a good time. Everything is fine. And on this next page, she's like having a female ejaculation is what I've decided is happening here. Yeah. As well as the cum coming out of her. Um, and she's all sweaty and just like come, come and she's like, there, there's a lot of different force of liquids going on here. We've, we've got her sweat pretty much standing still on, on her thighs. Yep. We've got his come, uh, you know, coming out with at least enough force to arc a little mm-hmm. bit, you know, uh, and then her ejaculation, just full fire hose coming yep. out, you know? Yep. It's a full squirt. Even, it even says so full squirt. Yeah, yeah. Just a very, uh, you know, you could almost use this as like um, a diagram to show the like different motions of like liquid states. Oh, yeah, like totally. 
the the only thing it's missing is like a perfect laminar flow, which I'm pretty sure I just jacked up saying that real bad. <laughs> um, yeah, but I mean, well, I guess maybe if she was lactating, we could get that like fourth movement of like liquid just to really demonstrate all its, you know, different I will, forms. I will say it does look like her nipples are buzzing. Like if you look at the comic, it's kind of got this little like heartbeat thing. Yeah, the nipples, the movement lines around her nipples. We got some buzzing nipples up here too. That's the thing about ghosts, you know they they have buzzing nipples when they're you know know. finish. That's how you know. That's common knowledge. I learned that in Goosebumps. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so we've got the buzzing nipples and all this stuff happening. And then she starts laughing. And you don't really notice it at first. It's just kind of like a ha, 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 ha. Yeah, the very small bubbles, too. And it's like on a very thin panel. Mm -hmm. And she's got this smirk going on. And then she's like, hey, mister, can you do it again? And I love this panel because it is like so kind of odd looking but his dick is just like so deflated it's like this sad limpy wiener and it's like dripping and it's like please no more and he even says no no more and just like it almost seems like his dick is saying that because it's so like visual of it just like mm, just like wilted flower yeah like they must have practiced their gesture drawings a lot to get this down because the just like pure emotion conveyed in this penis is just amazing. Very strong. I, I feel it. I don't even have a penis. And I'm like, yeah. I know. I feel you, penis. I know what you mean. You can, you can truly feel the unearthly fatigue just through pictures of his dick. <laughs> um, but of course, she's like, come on, get it up. And she starts, you know, kind of licking it, giving him a blowjob. And then it gets a little bit harder, and she's like, okay, there you go. It's ready to go. And then we get into the really ominous stuff where she's like, you can just sit there, mister. And she's kind of laughing. And then we come to the head of the story where it's like, I haven't finished ringing you out yet. I'm going to squeeze every drop until you're dead. And then it's all hot because her boobs are like swinging back and forth. And <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, very contrast of, of tone versus imagery. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and he is just like, okay, he's kind of got this like, uh, face on him. But then you get these two panels where it's like, Akashi, Akashi, kind of like, they're out of place. They've got a different font. They've got a different look than we've seen so far. They're, they're a little scratched out almost, you know, to show like it's kind of ringing into him. Yep. Um. And then we go to the next panel where he like kind of wakes up. And what I like about this is the the panel of him waking up. It's exactly the same angle and zoom mm-hmm. as the previous panel of him like looking scared. Mm-hmm. And there's just barely any differences um, in expression. Like almost, oh, I mean, maybe they are the exact same expression, but the lighting is different. different. And yeah. so it's just such a different tone. Yeah, for sure. So it really makes you feel like, oh, this is even, this is a different time. This is a different place. Um, but then we have our, our sexy office girl. Um, and she's like, are you okay? You were spacing out. And he was, he's just like, 
what? And she's like, you've seemed out of sorts lately. So I followed you. I'm sorry. So she's like followed him home from work. And he's like, what? But I just came out of that house over there. And he's like feeling a little out of sorts. And she's like, what do you mean? That house has been abandoned. And it's our little ghost girl's house. And it's dilapidated. Dilap- dilapid- dilap- nope, not even going to try. It's, it's run down. <laughs> um, and it doesn't look so great. It's got a for sale sign maybe out in the front. And then you find out, he's like, I found out later a family had been massacred in that house and the daughter had prostituted herself to the murderer, which doesn't make sense for the story. I'm sorry, but that's like a serious plot hole. Like, why would, why? Because well, trying to like. Not, not after the murder. Well, she might have. It's very. I, I think this is. If you read the rest of this, the the daughter had prost- prostituted herself to the murder, and after stalking her for some time, he finally he killed finally her. killed them. Uh, them. So I'm assuming he meant the, the like whole family. family. So so the way I I read that is that like she was prostituting to him, and then he started like stalking her, and then he killed her, which puts so much more context on her first sentence where she or i guess that second sentence asking if he was a stalker yeah yeah and you know what i didn't even think about that but yeah that kind of like brings it full circle yeah um and this flashback where where it's giving this exposition shows just like her arm coming out of a shadow a little bit of like blood splatter yes definitely tells a story with very little going on and this next panel I love because he's like, if I had kept on as I was, I wonder what would have happened to me. And they're like looking at the house, the guy and the coworker, but kind of like in the top part of the panel are her feet are her little ghost feet, just like kind of watching them watch the house. Yeah. You know, it's kind of that like showing up in the background of photo kind of like horror trope. Yep. And then that's. That's the end. That's on the way home. That's on the way home. Such a a message that can sound so differently depending on on the way, like you say, it can sound like so inviting or just terrifying. On the way home. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. We we really dive deep in this. This this manga haunted our whole hour of the show. Perfect. We'll we'll have to save uh, your your other choice for for next time. I'll be totally honest. The second one was is interesting, but like I loved this first one so much more because it fits so much more of the idea that I had of like I want to see horror hentai, and the second one's kind of a lot of them are kind of more cutesy, um, which is an interesting thing to me that I've seen a, a, a lot of. Of all these horror things, where it's like, yeah, like, oh, there's a Grim Reaper, there's a ghost, there's a vampire, but it's like cutesy. But it's like, I want to see something that's like, I'm out to get you. And I feel like on the way home really fulfilled that, like, desire that I had to read something of that sort. You know, you don't really know it's supernatural or horror necessarily until the end, although throughout the whole manga there there is that like tone like if you're going through this without knowing what's about to happen like if it was handed to you without the tags or or seeing the overall thing 
you would start like feeling like something was up even before you got to like her like laughing panel just in every part of it the composition the 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 tone the the shading just something feels like it's not going to be a happy ending yeah so it's it's a really good way of making a horror hentai without it like being uh without a lot of horror elements up front like it doesn't tell it to you it just gives you that like background feeling most of the time It, it really irks into you yeah and it's like such a good I just, I love the art on this as well. It's so like ominous and like dramatic. Yeah, it was definitely really interesting. And speaking of the art, um, the art was done by, who was the artist on this one? Was, I'm going to butcher this for sure, but it's Iwasaki Yuki. So yeah, I really like that. I'll probably look, maybe look up some other stuff um, by this particular person. But also, now that I'm, now that I'm looking at the artist, I'm also looking at um, some of the tags. And one of the tags I do like on here is Big Areola. Yeah, you know, sometimes you, you got to get specific to things like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, you know, sometimes you just want a giant areola. You don't want to see a little nubby thing. <laughs> yeah, you know, you need, you, you got to find that, that, just what gets it for you. <laughs> Or, or maybe you want to find a self-insert for you, and you're like, well, I have huge areolas, so got to find one that mm-hmm. fits me. Yep, got to find one that reminds you of cheesecake. Of course, of course. <laughs> well, hey, thanks for, for coming on the show and bringing some, some spooky stuff. Of course, always, forever. And uh, for, for everyone else... Uh, Welcome home. Sorry, it's been such a trip. Um, But yeah, we'll be back for a bit with a a slew of guest hosts to come. And uh, well, for everything else, good luck on your uh, erotic endeavors. Yeah. Hi, Future Milk here again. The the most future milk that's ever been on an episode, I guess. Anyways, I think I did okay at editing out some of the like background noise and issues I had, but whatever. You be the judge. Uh, but yeah, I did forget to mention a bunch of stuff though. Like I was recently on an episode of a different podcast called Middle Class Film Class, where they review movies, and we reviewed The Man of Steel and. Boy, is that not a good movie, but it's a good podcast. So go check that out. I'm on episode like 38 or something. It says Man of Steel in the title. It can't be hard to find. Uh, But just listen to all of them. They're great. And they're so great, they're actually going to be on Nymphomercial in an episode or so. Maybe next episode. Who knows? Because with the COVID, everything's uncertain. Also, you can always email us suggestions, complaints, or whatever you want at nymphomercialpodcast at gmail.com. And some other news is that uh, I looked it up and Dido actually has a new album. So me saying she's irrelevant in 2020 was wrong. Uh, another thing I was wrong but right about is I didn't pronounce laminar flow that weird. But anyways, I really just want to thank everyone for sticking around. The show was gone for six months, which I know is a bit of an inconvenience when it comes to podcasts. Uh, But yeah, you're all awesome. Thanks for listening, still subscribing. Uh, Thanks to Miguel S., who's been our biggest like Patreon supporter. Our our Patreon's going through changes, and right now it's just kind of like a donate thing. So yeah, you're all amazing. Thanks so much. Um, Stay sexy, and good luck on your erotic endeavors.
just like, ooh, like I'm not supposed to know it's a huge slobbery veiny wiener, but I do. 